You're listening to Ted Shuttlesworth's Faith Alive Network, spreading the healing gospel of Christ to our world. Thank you, Brother Steve. This is Brother Shuttlesworth, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast. The Bible says, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And you're going to be blessed as you listen today. Go with me now into a live service. If you believe God's the same yesterday and today and forever, if you're ready for signs and wonders and miracles, if you're ready for a right now word for you and your family, get on your feet, give God the glory, do his name, and welcome back to the Tabernacle at World Harvest Church, God's servant, Brother Ted Shuttlesworth. Come on, clap your hands under the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Everybody say yes. Say yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. so good he's been so good you're good to me everybody lift your hands say hold my hand Lord hold my hand hold my hand hold my hand Come on, clap your hands under the Lord, all you people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you have your Bible, I want you to turn with me to 1 Samuel chapter 30. Last week, God dropped this in my spirit. What I'm about to say, I say this with all reverence to the Lord, but God has placed his hand on your pastor, and there's a second wind from heaven that comes. Brother Sumrall used to preach about it. I've heard Brother Shambach refer to it as getting your second wind. 
But all men and women of God that preach the gospel will be tested. There are things that will try our faith, but the Bible tells us God is the great deliverer. Wherever you may be, ma'am or sir, whoever you are, God has a great and mighty deliverance and plan for your life. He says, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to give you a hope, not to harm you or do damage to your life, but plans to give you a hope and to give you a future. And the plans God has for you, your greatest days are now and just ahead. That's why the Bible says that we're not to be weary in well-doing. Never give up. Turn to your neighbor and say, never give up. And in this story, 1 Samuel chapter 30, it came to pass when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag and smitten Ziklag. This was a headquarters for David at the time. His men, they left their families there, their children there, their wives. It was a supply for the great army that David had. And the enemy targeted David's strength. And the Bible tells us they burned it with fire. I do not believe that the devil is considering every weakness you and I may deal with, but I do believe he targets our strength. Because if he can take you out at your strong point, everything else falls in line. The battle will increase the closer we get to the coming of Jesus. The Bible says the flesh wars against the spirit. And again, Paul said, neither give place to the devil. They'd taken the women captives that were therein, verse 2. They slew not any, either great or small, but carried them away and went on their way. Psychological warfare. How's my children doing? What is my wife suffering right now? What's going on? The devil will use everything at his means, everything that he can put his hand on, to destroy you in your mind and to destroy you ultimately in your spirit. The devil doesn't want you going to heaven. But Jesus has a plan. And when the devil was making a plan to destroy you, heaven was making a plan to save you and to help you. Can you say amen? So David and his men came to the city and behold, it was burned with fire and their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captives. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. When you are in a spiritual place of dealing with that which refers to eternity, there will come a time when you will weep until you have no more power to cry what's in your soul and what's in your spirit. But when you get to that place, that's the best place to be because when you're emptied out of self, there's more room for Jesus. And so trouble does not define who we are. It just tells us that who we are causes trouble to come. The devil works on those he doesn't have, not on those he already has. And many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord will deliver them out of them all. 
And in another place, it says from them all. So whether you're in the midst of it, God will get you out of it. Or whether you're facing it, God will deliver you from it. But the main thought here is God is a delivering God. He has never failed one time. In all these years that I've preached and all the places I've gone, I've always seen him get stronger and stronger when the devil puts the pressure on. But thank God there is something in the anointing that will help us to overcome and to get into the place that God has for us. The devil tells you you'll never realize your dream or your full potential or what God has shown you, but the Word of God shows us and the Holy Ghost guides us to know that whatever God has shown you in that prayer closet, you'll shout it on the housetop someday. Whatever God has put in your spirit, it's not over yet. It's not done yet. The devil says you'll not get a second chance or a third chance to hit it, but I'm telling you, I don't care if you've been knocked down ten times, your God is the God of the eleventh time. Amen. He picks us up. He brings us out. He delivers us in the time of our trouble when we have no more power to weep, when our soul is conflicted, and when our emotions are drained. There is a hand that is greater than our hand. There is a delivering God that lifts us up and out of the mire and the muck of life and plants our feet on a rock and declares we shall not be moved. Can you shout hallelujah? You're not going anywhere. The devil would like to get rid of you, but you're still here. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm still here. Somebody shout hallelujah. David's two wives were taken captives, Ahinoam the Jezreelitess and Abigail the wife of Nabal or Nabal the Carmelite. And David was greatly distressed for the people spake of stoning him. That's enough to make you distressed because the soul of all the people, of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. I want you to hear me, World Harvest. I want you to hear me, you that are watching by television. I believe the Lord has shown me that this is the condition of the body of Christ in this nation. But God has a David that is getting ready to be encouraged by a Holy Ghost anointing, and the people may be down, and you may feel like what's coming next, and you may wonder what will tomorrow hold. We've had people tell us that we have to put our future on hold for the next generation. But when I heard that, I turned the television set off and I said, no, every generation will fulfill the plan of God for their life. I'll be blessed. My sons will be blessed. My daughter will be blessed. My grandchildren will be blessed. I tell you, you'll be blessed. Your family will be blessed. No man can cancel your destiny. No man can cancel your future. No man can say it's over. But when God says he's on your side to help you, let the devils rage, let men mock, let people laugh and jeer, but as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Come on, shout hallelujah. Can you say amen? 
But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. In the marginal rendering, there's a reference that takes us back. And we understand that this word here, it means to do something in the natural flesh to encourage yourself. In other words, a fleshly demonstration of enthusiasm. In the New Testament, the word for praise is entheos. And it means the same thing in the New Covenant. It means a fleshly demonstration of joy. You don't feel like shouting, but you shout anyhow. They got the stone in their hand, and the devil says he's going to take you out. But I'm telling you, the devil can't steal your joy. He can't steal your shout. The devil doesn't want you to praise God, but you praise him anyhow. The devil doesn't want you to clap your hands, all ye people, and shout unto God with a voice of triumph. But we're going to shout anyhow. Praise God anyhow. It doesn't make a bit of difference what the devil says. We've made up our mind. We're going to encourage ourselves in the Lord. If my mama won't go, I'm still going. If my father won't go, I'm still going. If my family won't go, I'm still going. I've made up my mind. I'm going with Jesus all the way. Somebody clap your hands and shout. I said hallelujah. Well, I'm going. Someone say, I'm going. And my Savior's going with me. Home to glory. I said home to glory. Where my loved ones are waiting for me. When I get there, all my troubles will be over. I'm going to sit right down and make myself at home. This is the power of the gospel. It moved me from where I was to where God wants me to be. It took me from here to there. Come on, shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. While I'm on here, let me just say this. Pastor Rod Parsley has been faithful for a whole lot of years. But I'm going to tell you something, and I want to prophesy it to you by the Holy Ghost, that God in his preparatory school of the gospel is raising up a new generation of preachers. Some are in their 80s, and some are in their 20s. But one thing they have in common, they preach Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory. Hallelujah. He's God's only son. He is the sinner's best friend. Are you listening to me? He is the sick man's healer. He is the lawyer when you're in distress. He is a helping hand when you've fallen down. He is the root out of dry ground. He's the bomb of Gilead. He is all in all. Are you listening to me? We're talking about a Jesus who has never lost a case. He's never lost a battle. He's never lost a soul that is called on his name. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Are you listening to me? There is a power to the gospel, to the saving of your soul. I want to thank every one of you that are listening to Faith Alive Radio Network. I'm excited about this and I am looking for people to stand with us on a monthly basis as partners to help us take the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. I've used this saying for many years, our cause is Christ. Our compassion 
is for souls and our commitment is to the world. And no matter what nation of the world that you're listening to this Faith Alive Network, whatever nation you're in, you are a part of God's end time plan. Jesus taught us to go out into the highways and hedges and to compel people to come in. And by your support as a partner, you can help us do this. If you'll go to www.tedshuttlesworth.com forward slash give, you can sow a gift today to help us.